All right. Welcome back, everyone. It's me, Aleda. And I'm Miranda. Oh, ah! fuck it's, it up. It's me, Aleda. And, and I'm Mer- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, third time's a charm. It's me, Aleda. And Miranda. Yeah. And to- oh, <laughs> together we the sidekicks. <laughs> it's one of those rare times we record later than our usual and it's gonna show and i hope y'all like it because this shit is nuts <sighs> so much happened and yet nothing happened <laughs> nothing incredible <laughs> today we'll be talking about the secret Society of Supervillains. Yep. <laughs> what For 1976. Time. Yes. Yep. Fucking app. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hate this app. Okay. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about the Secret, secret Society of Supervillains. I picked it because I, to continue the theme of new comics, I picked an old new comic because neither of us had read it. Um, Miranda, do you have... Have you read this before? No, no, right. I have not. I just said that. How, <laughs> what was your first impression? Well, um, I was excited. I enjoy reading older comic books. Mm-hmm. I think that they tend to be a lot more fun mm-hmm. than newer comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I was excited by the prospect of a team of supervillains. Yep. And um, I will say that... Um, this comic book does not deliver on any of its promises. And does nothing. It does nothing, everyone. <laughs> nothing happened. Um, well, initially, once again, I will be talking shit about this app because it's garbage. I pay money for this app and yep. it does not track where I'm at. Often it opens the wrong thing. So it's opening the mm-hmm. wrong thing and then it's not where you thought it was going to be. Or you open the right thing and it's not where you thought it was going to be. So you think you open the wrong thing. Yep. Garbage. Also, I don't know if you got this, Miranda, but it was like number two is against the paywall. But then number there's a different number two. What? There's Okay. So DC Infinite has like an extra paywall. So you pay for like the what, my tier, which is just like, yeah, I'll pay the base amount of money. But yeah. for their newer titles, it costs more money, I guess, because yeah. they're, they're upcoming. But some of the old titles also have a paywall from what I've seen. What? So I'm not okay with it, but okay. What do you mean the old? What's the point of, why am I paying for this? I pay for the backlog. Look at this. It says ultra. It's nothing is happening. You see the little lock on it? Okay. Yes, I did see that. So that's for the volume. So um, it's still the same thing. It's just... Rather than reading it piecemeal with like having to flip through the app to get to the different vol to the different issues, you would be reading it in its volume form. That's worse, Miranda. Oh. It's worse because they have the solution <laughs> and they know it's shitty. They know the app is shitty, so they already collected it. They're like, you know what's super frustrating for people? An app with bugs. Let's just charge them more money for the thing we already fixed. Oh my god, DC, fix it. You guys have the money fix this pay your network people uh anyway back to the comic I digress. the comic was fun initially well what happened was i started reading the wrong thing because i was like oh it starts here and it didn't start there so i had to go back and reread so this, this episode 
It's going to be real loose, y'all, because I read it out of order. So I remember things out of order. If you thought I got confused before, get ready. Yeah, it was funny. There was really funny moments in it, but it was not Mm -hmm. cohesive. There's no point to the story. None. So it's just it's madness. Oftentimes, I was like, I wish I was reading something else. But we do it for y'all. We do it so you don't have to. I know we asked yes. you to do it, but if you didn't do it, just hold off. We'll talk about it. We'll tell you the reasons why. But if you do want to read it, go ahead. Just, you know, take it at a slow pace. Maybe packing it all in within a week does the, the uh, issue, the volume, a disservice. But <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> it, I, I don't. Okay. So Miranda has a small history on it, I think. I do. I do. Um, All right. So this ran from 1776 till 1777. Not 17. I was like 17. Hold on, girl. That's not okay. (laughs) The secret society was founded with the revolution. (laughs) The Knights of Templar. (laughs) The ones that actually did it. Sorry. 1976 to 1978. Okay. So, and uh, it ran for... 15 issues only 13 of which are on the app yeah which yep um it's part of the confusion <laughs> not gonna lie yep. so uh, it ran for 15 issues um it was canceled as part of what is called an event that is known as the dc implosion okay which is when dc as a company just started canceling books left and right <laughs> can you imagine did. that uh... <laughs> yes all right so um, this was the brainchild of Jerry Conway, who was the editor on like the first issue and a main writer for it. Um, he left DC after the fourth issue, like just left entirely. And then he came back, I believe, for at issue eight, but just as a writer, not as an editor. So um, this was when this was greenlit, he envisioned it as like, you know, this 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 great team up of supervillains. Um Having read this book and having seen the the lineup of supervillains, do you think that this is the best that DC had to offer at the time? No, <laughs> no, because they ha- they talk about like other villain. They talk about other heroes that have established villains. So I was kind of thinking like, oh, like initially I was like, there's probably gonna be some that I don't know and like I fell off. But I thought it was gonna be more like recognizable villains. These are all like C to D level folk. Even yes. the superhero that is involved in it. I'm just like, what? Who and where? What? Do so, you know, do, you, do you know why that is? I, is it because there was already something else going on that was similar to this? Uh, no, Jerry couldn't get the rights to them. Of course. <laughs> of <laughs> course. He couldn't get a rights to a bunch of villains. And so what he ended up doing is because he couldn't get the rights to like the ones that were being actually used on a consistent basis, he ended up combing through backlogs to find characters that people had forgotten about. Uh, yeah, he did. Because I don't know any of these people. Yes. The gorilla? <laughs> yes. Gorilla Grodd? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> so stupid. <sighs> yes. So it's um this was originally supposed to be kind of like a who's who of the villains because like Jerry's Jerry Conway's idea was I want to create like a Justice League of villains. Like I want to create yes. like, you know, if the heroes can work together, then what would happen if we had a bunch of villains working together? Mm-hmm. You know, super psyched for the project. Jerry has this idea. He's like, all right, 
So wouldn't it be interesting to see a who's who of villains and they're all working together for a common goal. And he was like, no one like, and he was partially inspired by um, the Flash's rogue gallery. Okay. As like, which was a established thing at that point of like the, the rogue gallery, they're all Flash villains. They work together in kind of a loose formation and they have rules for themselves. Okay. So <laughs> it's, they're interesting. They're really interesting. We should do them someday, but so he wanted to do something kind of like that. And no one else at the time was really doing that kind of having supervillains like have a, as a cohesive team. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that when he went to go talk to like editors of other books to borrow their characters, they were like, fuck off. <laughs> it sounds like the industry. <laughs> yes. From everything I've learned since starting this podcast where people are just like pretty petty about stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, no, your success is your success and my success is my success no collaborations (laughs) yes yes so he said fine 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 and so like he looked through books for to find like c-list villains that people have forgotten about that no one was using all right so that's where like our main lineup comes like it's not okay first things there's not even really a main lineup no it's so inconsistent there's there's, like one character that's in every single issue and that's it (laughs) but he figured out, like, he found he found a bunch of villains he could use. And then um, he had an oh fuck moment <laughs> because this was 1976. Uh, this was before the Comet Code of Authority was forced to loosen mm-hmm. uh, when Marvel threatened to leave. Mm-hmm. And so this is before, like, the Comet Code had, like, loosened up. And so if you recall, one of the things in, like, the Comet Code of Authority is that... Um, crime couldn't be showed be shown to pay like they couldn't do anything that was in any way like engrandizing the villains right so all of a sudden this book which was supposed to be like ostensibly from the point of view of the villains they had to have a hero character oh okay that makes a lot of sense yes that makes so much more sense it's where where captain comet came from i believe captain hold on let me look it up real fast yeah so but i believe captain comet is was an existing character let me double check okay yeah no he was an existing character he debuted in 1951 okay so like he found captain comet to be like the hero that's going up against the villains so that no matter what like the villains weren't being aggrandized evil didn't win which um was really to the detriment of the plot (laughs) so bad if there is no plot It's a no. very loose plot, and it's just like a series of follies because yeah. he couldn't do it. Like, I guess maybe you know, give you know, I'm gonna give him his like credit. I'm sure that's not what he wanted to create, but that's what he had to work with. But yeah. oh my gosh, y'all! <laughs> oh my gosh, trip. yes, it is such a. Tri- there's you're right. It is just a series of mistakes, and. It's frustrating because like you keep, I kept waiting for it to pull together into like an overarching storyline. There's no definitely points where I was like, should we just stop? Like, should I just text <laughs> Miranda? Like just read up to issue eight because nothing happens. <laughs> Why do I want to get quitters? <laughs> yes. I was like, no, Fair. we have to do the whole thing. But um, mm-hmm. to put I guess, some context like behind, like, like a, what is it? A peek behind the curtain. Yes. Miranda was texting me today because Miranda was reading it today and I all I can think to text back is like literally this episode is going to be crazy like I don't know how I'm going to talk about the episode because like nothing happens except some funny things like I think at a certain point they're just like fuck it (laughs) just like went off the rails (laughs) like there's they're just what 
this man got hit by a car right <laughs> talking about i will post it on instagram it is so funny <laughs> it is it is it's they great have these weird um like mm-hmm. character uh i don't want to say plots but like they're mo's like character features so like we gimmicks? have yes gimmicks i guess um obviously there's an ice guy but what the lady <laughs> oh star sapphire she's like a weird feminist like she's not weird because she's a feminist she's just written in a way that a man thinks a feminist is yeah yeah at one point she's like i hate to do this to my fellow female yeah <laughs> like fuck <laughs> Just throws around the word like misogyny, but it doesn't make sense in the content. Like, what? Did I just read that? It took me so long to read this because, like, you know, imposter syndrome. I'm like, okay, we have this podcast. <laughs> I need to go in and, like, at least have some semblance of, like, what happened in the comic book. And so I was like, am I crazy? Like, am I really not understanding what's going on? But there's this one guy, the funky guy, mm-hmm. and he just talks in, like, the dumbest <laughs> sense. Just alliteration. <laughs> The whole, I was like, what is he saying? And it's a part of it. And it makes it funny because they just like, like I said, they just like lean into things with this one. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, but it took me so long to get through that issue. Cause I was like, what is he saying? Like, he's not saying anything, but that's the point. Cause he's like a marketing guy. Um, yep. Oh, going around in circles. And we have cameos from like people. Like we do have like the green lantern cameos. The <laughs> Batman's mm-hmm. like one pant, two panel. <laughs> the flash <laughs> it's it's not even the flash it's kid flash it's kid flash Somebody the child can have that one yep i think he even like talks <laughs> about, he's like oh my god i have school tomorrow <laughs> like in one episode i was like what is happening and then it cracks me up and i don't know Miranda. you tell me if it's super common for them mm-hmm. to just write like that happened last issue that happened during this comic that's this ish <laughs> right little oh my god it was just bogged down with footnotes everywhere like every other page that happened last issue this happened it's like three issues ago if you missed it go back and buy it (laughs) what like always say plug in i respect game respect but it was it but it didn't read like always stay plugging it read more as like jerry wanted to justify like using characters yeah nobody read like like it it felt like everyone it felt like everyone was so desperate to be like no 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 no, we're relevant we're relevant see this guy was just in superman 68 and then this guy you you saw this guy in like the jsa yeah they're they're in the main lines guys like they're not just we're just not making it up we're it's like um, (laughs) it's it's like when uh d-list actors talk about the more famous actors that they've met yes (laughs) oh it's riddled it's everywhere and like way worse like towards those end like the last well i guess the (laughs) halfway through they're just like yeah we talked about that then that happened there Blah 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 blah. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. can you just commit to this story? Because like, I'm trying to read this story. I know yes. that the time wizard did something, or that the wizard did something. Like, come the on, time wizard. <laughs> yeah. They do travel through time, or, or at least dimension, <laughs> time and dimension. They're together. <laughs> oh my god, it's Rod Serling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But yes, okay. So Jerry couldn't get his hands on like relevant characters, so he just basically grabbed what he could grab yeah (laughs) all right and then uh he wrote like they wrote the first issue and back in those days um 
the cover was decided by the editor. Okay. So, and it wasn't like the editor is in like Jerry Conway, the editor. It was like the main editor, like the big editor, big daddy boss editor. Okay. With that time was Carmine Infantino. Carmine. And yes. what a name. <laughs> Who sounds like a Batman villain. He does. Carmine. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Carmine Infantino. So Gary brings the, the completed first issue to Carmine to get a cover to like, so that he can read it, he can approve it and then get the cover drawn because that's how it worked. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that like the Carmine would read the issue and then he would talk to the writer and then he would sketch out like a rough cover and then the inker would finish it. And then it would go to publishment, publishing. Well, he read it and then he said, it doesn't have a map. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, the secret base doesn't have a map. Uh, <laughs> and so he refused to approve it until they rewrote it with a map. There is, there is four plans <laughs> in this. There's absolutely four plans. <laughs> yes. So, so it it gets delayed because they have to rewrite the entire first issue because it doesn't have a stupid map in it. And then because Jerry is, Jerry Conway is like tied up in trying to get Carmine Infantino to approve the first issue. He doesn't have time to write like the second, third or fourth issue. And so he gets another writer to write it based on his outline. Oh, so another guy writes like the the second, third, and fourth issue. Issue one goes to print. And then at issue four, both Jerry Conway and the writer for like the next couple of issues, they both leave DC. They were over it. They're like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and when Jerry leaves, he takes his entire plan for the Society of Supervillains with them. So if it became unmoored, it's because of that. <laughs> Like, this was his brainchild, and then it just went bug-fuck-insane. So this happens, and then, like, the the big daddy editor changes. So it goes from Carmine Infantino, who is, um, for the time period, was considered a very strong artist, Mm -hmm. to, um, well, let me see if I can find it, goes to Jack C. Harris, who, I think that's it, yeah. Yes, Jack C. Harris, who was a much less strong artist. And so um, the sales for the book started to flounder, mm-hmm. right? And again, reminder, the Big Daddy editor is the one that decides like what the cover looks like. Right. And covers sell comic books. Right. So Harris, if you look through, if you look in the app at all of the covers, um, they tend to kind of have a similarity to them, don't they? Let me pull it up. This app takes forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's all the sales. The sales for this book plummeted. Like they, they were never great, mm-hmm. but they plummeted. And um, Harris blamed himself because oh. he said, "I was just such a mediocre artist. Everything I did looked the same." So readers, they didn't know that it was a different issue. They just thought it was the same issue they already read. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I see what he's saying. It is basically the same like uh, composition. If you look at mm-hmm. it, it's just like a fight, a rumble tumble, a different background, rumble tumble, and then various folk. Yeah, on there, and that's it's it. Like I think the it, most it's like different one: two villains and then a hero on the ground. Two villains and a hero on the ground. Yeah. So number two and number five are basically like identical. Mm-hmm. Why well, identical is a strong word, but flying punch somebody 
No, they're kind of identical. They're in yeah. the same the basic same, shapes. Yeah. It's like he used one and then did the same. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That's fair. That I mean, maybe, maybe that, but also the writing wasn't strong. So yeah. And so it wasn't it was cohesive. Just... So they do seem like mm-hmm. more like one-off episodes or issues that are somehow supposed to be one large cohesive narrative and it's not. Yes. So, because of the reasons mm-hmm. Miranda said. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this happens, the book's not doing great, and then it gets canceled. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it gets can it we only have 15 issues, but it didn't get canceled at 15 issues. Uh issue 16 had already been printed. Oh. But the problem is that issue 16 was the beginning of a three-issue story arc. Oh. So they had to petition. They had to petition not to have issue 16 released. <laughs> like uh, the writer for it, Bob Rozaki. Mm-hmm. Bob Rozaki had to petition not to have them release issue 16 because he was like, no, you don't understand. It's an actual story. It's not a plot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they were just going to, they were going to release it and then say, fuck the readers and just cancel out after that. <laughs> oh, well, shout out to him for, you know, protecting his reputation and all the creatives. <laughs> the book was cursed. It never had a chance. It really didn't. And here we are 40 years later. <laughs> Almost 50 years later, <laughs> reading this. Oh, my God. It's also based in San Francisco, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> right? It's, it's not a made-up town. They talk about Gotham. They do. They're like, <laughs> they do. They go to Gotham. They go to Metropolis. They go to Central City. They go you know? everywhere. It's really cute. They, like, it's a cute concept. It's just, it really gets lost. Yeah. And it's just, it feels like there are times when they have to justify being in San Francisco. Like, it's it it just like they have to justify using all of these like C tier villains. Yeah. Like at one point someone gets hit by the Bart and someone literally shouts, Look out, it's the Barts. And then you get a little asterisk explanation text box of what the Bart is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like they just had they had to justify it. They had to be like, no, 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 I swear we're in San Francisco. Look, it's a landmark. Uh, yeah, and you see, like, the Golden Gate in some of them. Uh... <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. It is It is such... So many strange decisions went into this book. Yes. Well, I guess we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the episode. Y'all can stop. <laughs> um, nothing happens. Nothing happens. We'll tell you the main players, some of the fun plots. Yeah. Nothing happens. Like, this comic book is inconsequential. Well, I guess yeah. it got it does kind of get brought back, but like this run of it, like the idea gets released later. But mm-hmm. if it didn't exist, I don't think anything would happen. To be completely honest, I don't want I don't want to like shit on yeah. anyone's. I, it's not so like I think with this book, it's kind of easier to think of like what they could have done to say what they could have done better versus what they actually did. Yeah, you know, so yeah. like things that they could have done better. Um, they could have stuck with a consistent team of supervillains because like we don't have any time to get attached to any characters because it changes every single issue and it doesn't it really does no go ahead no and it doesn't change in a way that makes sense in terms of like people who are rotating or they bring new people in it's just all of a sudden like no no no. and then this guy's here he was always here and it's like no he was not always here at You're one point they mentioned it <laughs> yes Readers, in the first never issue <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the first issue they mentioned Catwoman 
And I got kind of excited because I was like, yeah, we're going to get some OG Catwoman. She's not in this. They just name drop her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, this is how cool we are. We also have Catwoman in the room. Is she pictured? No. Will she be? Also no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's, oh God. Okay. Should we start with who's in this? Yes. So quickly, this first issue, the writer is Gar- Jerry Conway, penciler Pablo Marcos, anchor Bob Smith, and covers is Ernie Chan from the app. Um, yeah. So let's see who's in this. We got Copperhead. <laughs> yeah. He's a, oh my God. Okay. Keep going. So, um, Copperhead. He's a snake man. He is. All I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about in She Hulk, they had that like reptile guy. Oh my God, yes. That was where he came from. <laughs> maybe. Honestly, maybe. I was like, yeah, snakes. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Copperhead. So, we have got Copperhead, who is Snake Man. And um, if memory serves, which I might be wrong, um, always take what I say with a grain of salt. I do my best, but sometimes I don't have time to look things up. So um, he's not even a snake person. Like he isn't properly a snake person. It's a suit. Yes. He wears his, he's got his scaly suits and he's yes. wearing his persona. <laughs> yeah, it's like those blow up uh, T-Rexes. <laughs> it is. It's so dumb. Oh my God. It is so dumb. Um, we have Captain Cold who is a flash villain he's got a cold gun he wears a parka yes because he's cold Uh, yeah (laughs) he's not terrible he's not a terrible choice Uh, we have mere master who we you might remember from animal man (laughs) i did not but that's (laughs) yep um again she's a mere based supervillain i don't know what else there is to say uh (laughs) We have Star Sapphire, and this isn't Carol Ferris's Star Sapphire. This is um, Camille. Mm-hmm. Camille? Uh, she's like French, so. Yeah. Whatever the French pronunciation of Camille is. Camille. Camille. I do, I do like when she talks, she's like, Man, <laughs> oui. And then they forget and they drop it like it halfway just, through. So sad because I thought it was so cute. <laughs> I was like, okay, culture, let's go. And then they don't ever talk about it again. Yep. They just drop it. So um, she's the Star Sapphire, which uh, if you didn't, I do know a little bit about the Star Sapphire because I used to read a lot of Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, so Star Sapphire is an alien queen of, but like she inhabits the gem. So like when someone had like the aliens, like will track down someone and give them the gem and then they'll be both th- that themselves, but also that alien queen. And then that's where the power comes from. Okay. It's confusing. But so uh, that is Camille. She is the second one. Um, there is, oh gosh, who else isn't? There's so many fucking people. Uh, there's the wizard who is from Earth 2. <laughs> there's so many of them. There are so many. Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd, which he is like yes. overpowered in this comic. Uh, yeah. Sinestro. Sinestro is a Flash villain. Um, he was uh, not a Flash villain. He's a Green Lantern villain. He was like the Green Lantern. So um, the, the Green Lantern is a space cop. Uh, if you ever read. Huh? Space cop. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, if you ever read like the Green Lanterns, uh, a majority of the comics are just propaganda. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so like the way that um, the Green Lantern organization works is they have power rings, right? And then they it's the guardians who are small blue aliens who are like ancient. And then they have like this great big power source and they give out power rings to people who have like the strongest will in the galaxy. And they have uh, space divided into different sectors. And so there's two Green Lanterns per sector. So Hal Jordan Green Lantern, which is the human one. And then his partner, the other Green Lantern of his sector was Sinestro. Oh, okay. And so they were partners. And then uh, Sinestro went evil. Da-da-da. Yep. Because uh, like Sinestro believes in... like I don't know what he believes in, like, believed in the 70s, but in like the 2000s when I was reading him... He believed that order was important to enforce no matter what. So basically, he was like the poster child of police brutality. Yes, it says that he was dishonorably discharged for abusing his power, which sounds yeah. like not good. Yeah. So like it's um in the in the comic books, the way that it plays out in the 2000s is Hal Jordan like goes to visit his planet and then discovers that he took it over. Oh. And it's basically ruled through fear. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. It's uh, he's it's it. Remember, Green Lanterns are propaganda. Yeah. And Sinestro is kind of meant to represent like the few bad apples. Right. And how Jordan, how Jordan is his nemesis. Yeah. So that's that is Sinestro. Um, Gorilla Grodd. (laughs) I don't remember Uh, who Gorilla Grodd is like a villain of. I know that um, he's they're not actually gorillas. It's like a, they're like an alien race. Yeah. Cool. An alien race. And then like they colonized a section of Earth. So appearing primarily as an enemy of the Flash. The character was created by John Brome and Carmine Infantino and first appeared in the Flash 106, May 1959. He's an evil, super intelligent gorilla who gained mental powers after being exposed to a strange meteorite radiation. I think that must be the first one, because in this, like, run of it, he's just kind of like an alien. Yeah. Like, they have a city of gorilla people. He tries to overthrow the king, and then he just constantly gets thrown in prison. Yeah. And then breaks out because he's OP. He is OP! Because he's he's immensely physically strong, and then he's also telepathic. Yeah. Amazing. Um... (laughs) Right. And then we have Shadow Thief. I don't know anything about Shadow Thief. He's in only one issue. Yeah, for like a second. And he is a name of three fictional supervillains published by DC Comics. The first reoccurring foe of Hawkman named Carl Sands. Okay. Arrow. He's also an arrow. And then okay. we have Hawkman. Man- <laughs> we have Manhunter. Excuse me, we okay. have Manhunter. <laughs> yes. Who is a clone of an evil man, but he's not evil. He's a good clone. Uh, <laughs> hashtag not like other girls. Oh my god! <sighs> None of it makes sense. And then he's, he's supposed to be like our Batman stand-in. I think he's also not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reoccurring hero is Captain Comet. Mm-hmm because they needed help with the comic code of authority. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are our main characters. And then uh, Captain the- Boomerang's in it for a little bit. Oh, Captain Boomerang. I forgot about him. 
That's like I said, it, the team changes constantly. There's a car, there's a member of like the ace gang or the car, royal flush gang, whatever they're called. He just looks. Oh, the complaint. ace. Yeah. And he, the pun. Oh my God. Not, they're not puns, but the play on words. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> so this guy's in it. <laughs> looks like a playing card. Like he's all white. And he has like a little crown. He does. So and he's got like the, like the curls. He's so cute, low key. <laughs> like he's a cutie. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. So like he's there. Captain Boomerang is there for a few issues. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, he's. I love Captain Boomerang's outfit. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I um. They have uh early. They have like an early version of Blockbuster for the last few issues. Who uh. Blockbuster later becomes a Nightwing villain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very so. cool. Like it's just, it's just a bunch of, it's a bunch of pasta that they threw at the wall and there's a bunch of other villains that pop up, but they're only there for like part of one issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's confusing. Like it feels like they were trying to cover their bases in terms of having like a team with different powers and having a team that was representative of like villains for different heroes. Mm-hmm. But again, because like, because they couldn't use like better characters, they didn't feel they didn't commit to any of them. Yeah. You know, like the only character that we really like delve into as like people is I would say Star Sapphire, who's in almost every issue. Mm-hmm. The, the wizard, as stupid as he is. He's in a lot and of it too. <laughs> he's in most of it. And Gorilla Grodd. Like there are the three that are in mo- the majority of the issues and you really kind of start to get a grasp on their characters. Right. But at the same time, because, you know, for a comic that calls itself the secret society of supervillains, it's not really interested in the secret society of supervillains. No. It would so much time. What could have been? <laughs> like, it would have been really cool. Right. But... Like I was, I walked into this expecting like, um, did you ever read The Secret Six? I didn't, no. Ah, I walked into it expecting like the Secret Six, which like um was um a pre-New 50, I believe it was pre-New 52, but it was just like six supervillains who lived in a mansion and went on like mercenary gigs together. Love it. So like, like what Bane I was, was a expecting. member of it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't... Scandal Savage. <laughs> Scandal Savage. I love I Scandal Savage. I haven't read those. But I was kind of expecting that, like, okay, here's, like, five characters that we're just going to explore, and mm-hmm. they're all going to do, like, hijinks, and probably yeah. get crushed because, like, they can't win. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was expecting, and it was none of that. Like, I, this first issue is just them no. robbing shit, and then introducing Star Sapphire. As we see a floor plan, mm-hmm. and they fight the this is like like cash craft stuff like they fight superman and batman and i believe it's the flash and wonder woman mm-hmm. and it was a robot aha it was a test was nothing um. <laughs> nothing happened <laughs> yes from their benefactor dun 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 Darkseid. isn't he the is he the benefactor yeah. see that's just confusing too yeah, yeah right yeah, he's a fun factor. It starts. So, it, it's okay. So, like the first five issues have a have a storyline that they're following. Yeah, like it's not the strongest storyline, but it does have one of basically Darkseid 
is going to take over the earth, but the way that he's choosing to do it is he's hire he's hiring a bunch of supervillains to be in his army without their knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then like this secret society of supervillains finds out and has like an oh shit moment of like like you know we're the, like we're the bad guys. Do we really want to follow that bad guy? Right. There's only you and there's not enough room for the two of us. Yeah. Type situation. Cause, yeah, because it's like, you know, like I I like money, you know, but like you're into slavery and I don't know if I want to deal with that. Fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're different levels of evil. They're like petty <laughs> villains. They're not I think that's the other thing too. It's not like high stakes. It's like, oh, we're gonna rob this thing so we can sell it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to get this thing so we can sell that. We just want to live yeah. like a cushy, cushy life without having to really work. Mm-hmm. But they're so powerful. <laughs> like go- the Gorilla Grodd guy is so yeah. strong. He does. Yeah, it's. I think like that's another thing that this that this comic book in particular really suffered by like the Comic Code of Authority. Yes. Because A, we couldn't delve into them as people because we couldn't sympathize with them in any way. B, the Comic Code of Authority prohibited a lot of different forms of violence. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's we don't ever explore their different motivations because, like, Girl Grodd isn't interested in money. He wants to take over his city. Yeah. You know, he wants to rule his, he did not the world, but like his city. Yes. Right. And the wizard. The wizard is just there to figure out like a new game plan of how to beat the Justice Society. Yeah. Like it's they have different motivations, but we don't ever talk about those different motivations because like the code, the code is very strict in terms of what type of crime can be shown. And so the only motivation we ever talk about is like money, but it's not even like great ways to get money. It's petty theft. Yes. It's like like at one point, two of them hold up a McDonald's. And not for money. They just take the burgers. Yes. Criminal masterminds. No, they're just like people. And like, obviously, yeah. like the, the real Justice League is not going to come and deal with you guys. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> like it's all very situational. So like we don't. So it gets, gets it gets hamstringed by that. Of we can't actually have them do anything too specific because they can't show crime. We can't show how crime is committed. They can't show specific types of crime. So we can't they can't do anything too specific. And then it gets hamstringed a third time with because evil always has to lose. Mm-hmm. We can't have any dramatic tension. It's that every single issue is 17 pages. And in those 17 pages, whatever hijinks they get up to, they, they get thwarted. Yeah. And this is even within like uh, uh, like the five issue storyline that we open up with. Like there is never any dramatic tension. There's never any thought that like, hey, they could win because it has to like in order to get the little stamp of approval, they have to lose in those seventeen pages. Yep. <laughs> it. I mean, there's. I can't add to it because it's all it is. Like, oh, they're fighting. Oh, they're winning. Nope, they lost. Mm-hmm. Catch us next time when we add this interesting thing. The Captain Comet is gonna come, and he's going to be introduced. Come back just for that event. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we're into the second issue, and then we get kind of like a. You would get like again like another like cameo. So it's Captain Comet and he's punching Hal Jordan. So that kind of is like, oh, Hal's gonna be in this. I should buy it. And then you get into it and it's like, what? Who are nope. we? Up? 
right? It's just like, it's just a comedy of errors. Yeah. It's a comedy of errors of a couple of the members are knocking off like a bank or something. Yeah. And then Green Lantern, who is a dick, I'm not going to say he's not. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, stop, you know, he's beating them. And then Captain Comet is just like trying to be a good Samaritan. He doesn't know what's happening because he hasn't been on Earth in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, oh, I'm just seeing two guys getting beat up by another guy. Clearly, the other guy is the aggressor. Right. And so like he ends up mixed up in their shenanigans. Yeah. And that's all that happens in that issue. Yep. We do see the ace guy. And I do yes. love him. <laughs> I do appreciate him. <laughs> All right, all right. Fair enough. I just think he's so funny. Like they really drew the man on the card. Yes. So he has I... a little mustache, Miranda. It's so cute. And the heart <laughs> on his chest. Oh, that's a spade. Oh yeah, but it looks like a heart. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna say it's a heart because it's cuter. <laughs> okay. I gotta find things to like. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh yeah. That's but also we get like a little lulls like oh I'm dressed like humans and he's dressed like the forty in the thirties yeah and he's like oh people don't dress like this anymore and then yeah. stick out like a sort sort thumb that was just like funny <laughs> I as a as a student of history I really appreciate the first thing he notices is that people don't wear hats anymore yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's like, pretty much all that happens. The you know, issue. and then um, third issue is um, that's kind of when like things in terms of like the dark side plot start to ramp up. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the third issue is when we find out that Manhunter isn't evil; that he's ever, because all of the other clones were evil. They just assume he's evil, so he gets invited to join like the secret society of supervillains. Yeah, and he <laughs> discovers that like Dark Side's there, but he's just like, I'm a good, I'm a goodie, not a baddie. So yeah. I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna like manipulate this team of supervillains to fight Dark Side. <laughs> it's yes. <laughs> That's also look. I know we've talked about male gaze and the way things are drawn, and like yes, it's kind of rampant in like the '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, comics, but they the amount of like ass shots they have on Star Sapphire. Ugh. I wanted to do a counter, but I was like too deep, and I was already really frustrated with the app. But it literally, so many like every other issue, it's her bent over. It is, or like a titty. It's a lot. Great <laughs> match. Yep. Um, I yeah. I. To be fair, there's a lot of ass shots of everybody. Everybody, though. Yeah, because this guy. <laughs> like, right this guy and his ass is out. <laughs> Someone was a butt guy. Yeah. This, uh, the spade <laughs> dude. Yes. His butt. And then every time Dark Side's on screen, I'm very confused how his junk isn't hanging out of, like, his little mini skirt. D- dude. <laughs> He's tucking. That's how. <laughs> Look, he's just not wearing little shorts. So yeah, something something will pop out. Look, (laughs) not that secure. So no, but yeah. So like it's it does have like a certain like a nice like zaniness of its time that is that is like nice to read and just like so over the top. Like there's there's a scene where they're punching another villain and it's I think it's Captain. 
Comet and Grodd, they punch mm-hmm. the Mantis guy. Yes. And they just are both punching him, which is hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, why would you both punch him at the same time? Wouldn't happen oh in real God. life. Uh, but yeah, they yeah they kind of set up the whole dark side thing. It's a lot of infighting. That's what ends up happening, mm-hmm. I think, because they can't like do the whole like they're actually evil. They're just not good communicators, and they get pissed off at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that's all that happens on the third. The third issue, <laughs> we're on to the fourth. Like pretty much, pretty much. Uh, um, the fourth issue. This fucking guy. Just a lot of fighting. This guy. With oh my god. Skis. Yes! The ski yes! guy. Oh, fuck, I left the... The ski guy! <laughs> What's happening with him? Like he's called camps? the Black Racer. He's called the Black Racer, and he's um he's one of, like, the new gods of Apocalypse. But he's just skiing in the sky. He's like, he's like if somebody wanted to rip off the Silver Surfer. Well, look. <laughs> I didn't say it. And he doesn't but... do anything! No, he's in, like, two panels. <laughs> he's in two panels. Like, he exists. He's there. I think he was there as like a cameo. Yeah, and never comes back. Mm-hmm. Which is so like, sad because he's such a gimmick. Like, <laughs> don't even. He has skis and ski sticks. <laughs> well, he's skiing in the air. Like, flies in the air. It's so ridiculous. It is. Uh, and all like like it's the only time he's relevant. He's still relevant in this issue, and he's relevant relevant issue number five. Because he's like, I don't know. Apparently, his touch brings death to the new gods. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about this man. He's just, a, he's just a man skiing in the air. <laughs> All right. Hella funny, he too. Gets, he gets brought up as a threat Ugh. at one point, but he doesn't he does. do anything. He just like skis over and then he isn't needed. So he skis away. Like, and then, shoo. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. We the last time he get doesn't do anything during the entire super fight, right? And then when the boom tube comes and Dark Side tries to leave, he just skis really quick through the portal. <laughs> this is the weirdest concept here. I think at a certain point they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> like this is garbage. So- We're just gonna have fun with it. Like, what's so ridiculous? A flying <laughs> skiing person. <laughs> yes. Uh, they all <laughs> the wizard was also like Chef's Kiss. <laughs> so stupid he gets really mad in this issue he gets really mad at the ace guy the card guy and he's like something your magic gimmicks or whatever and he's like gimmicks you think magic are gimmicks he disappears him because he's a card i guess yeah oh never trust a magician never trust a magician no uh so you know they just fight 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 hal gets involved the mantis mm-hmm. can absorb power. He absorbs his power. Oh, they have a butler. The butler has no like. The, all the butler is is a spy for Dark Side, but he's not even a proper spy for Dark Side. He just exists. He's just there, and part of the reason they're like, "Well, if we do a secret society, we'll get a butler." <laughs> I mean, it's um, it's like signing up for to work at a tech company. Yeah, <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like if you work here, there's a soda bar. Or- they have nap nodes, <laughs> right? Nap cereal pods. bar, endless cereal. We have an espresso machine. <laughs> oh, you just owe us oh. everything. <laughs> yeah, there's an Xbox in the employee break room, and you won't get paid. <laughs> yeah. do, do, do. 
there's also mutiny in this one. The mantis yes. gets like he feels overpowered because he like mm-hmm. drains the Green Lantern, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> with this power, to clarify, can- <laughs> to clarify, the mantis with a name like Mantis, what do you think his superpower would be? I feel like it'd be like pinching, like super strong pinching, <laughs> right? Something, <laughs> right? Like- I don't know. No, no, his power is he absorbs energy. Mm-hmm. So. He's a bug themed guy. He absorbs energy. And so it's like because the Green Lantern, all the Green Lantern could do is throw energy at a dude. Yeah. <laughs> he just gobbles it all up. Like, like, um, like Dr. Light. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He's <laughs> like, ha ha, mortal. <laughs> oh, uh, yep. And so- he fucks up. <laughs> He's like, I'm so strong. I can beat Darkseid. And Darkseid being the petty bitch that he is, he's like, uh, who are you talking about? You mean right? moi, the one that will murder you on sight? He's like, um, oh my god, he's like Starscream. Who's like, Starscream? Oh, Transformers. Oh. You know, Transformers, robots yes. in disguise. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Starstream, Scar- Starscream and Megatron. <laughs> Like Starscream gets a little bit of power and he's like, yes, I could rule the Decepticons. And then Megatron just comes up behind him and he's like, I'm sorry, master. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. So <laughs> um, shenanigans happen. Darkseid is like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go home with my boom tube. And the Manhunter's like, but wait, what you didn't know. Oh, is I'm also a bomb. Oh. <laughs> and then he dies. Yes. <laughs> Womp. Then <laughs> uh, we're back to San Francisco. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at back at the secret lair, which is actually a skyscraper, which Carmine Infantino demanded a map of. <laughs> we have Sinestro and the Wizard meeting if charles manson had made it in advertising (laughs) oh oh my god this guy yes this fucking guy funky flashman did you hear everyone did you hear it funky (laughs) flashman i thought they were describing him for like a third of it i was like (laughs) i didn't know it took me such a long time. I thought he was like a superhero of some kind. I was like, Funky. That's such a strange name. It took me so long to put it together. He's just the, he's just the dude. He's just like a marketing guy. <laughs> yeah. That's all he is. And he's like kind of shitty. Like, Yeah, he's slimy. Yeah, he's like a slimy sales dude. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he's just there. He's just there to get the villains on his side so that they'll do like his bidding. Right. Right. But the way that he goes about to get them on his side is he's like, what separates the heroes from the villains? Advertising. PR. You guys just have yeah. bad PR, baby. Come on. <laughs> That's all he talks. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> With a lot of alliteration. He does. It's hard to read, but also kind of delightful. It's very... Very funny. Mm-hmm. I think they make him like more a part of it, but he gets introduced a couple like issues ago. And the first time like you really meet him, he does talk very like in alliteration and they kind of toned it down for like this set of it. <laughs> but he's still pretty like sales guy. <laughs> yep. Yep. And oh my God, it takes them like, it takes them like six issues to get to the point with him. Yeah. He's just around. 
<laughs> just like- I would have rather seen the flying skier. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's there. He's wild. Meanwhile, Captain Comet has the realization of, oh shit, I was working with the baddies. Yeah. And I can't do <laughs> and- this. <laughs> Yeah, and so he digs Green Lantern out of the rubble mm-hmm. again from the explosion, and he flies too. So they fly into the Justice League headquarters. Yep, and then immediately Green Arrow starts a pissing contest. Yeah, <laughs> what was that about? Nothing. It's literally nothing. <laughs> literally nothing. I think they needed to fill space. Okay. Nothing happens. Like, they don't even use Green Arrow for other things. It's just Hal for most of it. Yep. Pretty much. He's just, he's there. We got Superman. This is really the only time you see Superman. Mm -hmm. He is not in this, but he, they could not afford him. No. No. Instead, we have Green Lantern is in in large chunks of it. Green Arrow's in a couple, a little bit of it. And Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkity Hawk. (laughs) And he joins forces with. Also, um, so Hawkman famously has large wings, right? Yes. And there's two versions of Hawkman. There's Hawkman who and Hawkgirl who are reincarnated Egyptian royalty. Oh, okay. I and don't the know wings anything. are yes. So, um, the big thing with Hawkman and Hawkgirl is it's a love story. Okay. So there's two versions. There is um the version where they are reincarnated lovers who found like alien armor and the alien armor gives them super strength and the power of flight okay and so and that alien armor includes the wings but the wings aren't attached to them it's just something that they put on and then take off right and like they're they're destined to always die like it's always meant to be a tragedy but they're a love story so they reincarnate and find each other and become superheroes and then they die and so on and so forth right this version of hawkman and hawk girl are aliens Mm -hmm. who have wings Mm -hmm. that are completely non-functioning (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so he has to be flown around so he has giant they both have giant fucking wings and that's not how they derive their power of flight they pow- they derive their power of flight from their belts utility belts why give them the wings <laughs> what is the point of the wings i have no answer for you like i uh... <laughs> It was a very confusing situationship that was going on there. Like, I don't know what was going on, except they needed characters, question mark. <laughs> that's, and they I, wanted yeah. to, and the funniest thing is that he grabs them by his, like, wings. Like, that's how he's uh-huh. flying him around. <laughs> like, flap, flap, flap. He's like, okay, this is what it would feel like <laughs> if they worked, bro. <laughs> right? How pointless. And fight. the fact, the fact <laughs> that he, that, Okay, again, Captain Comet has never met him before. Yeah. You know, uh, we get, there are a lot of moments where we hand wave that like Captain Comet spent 20 years in space. So he would just know weird things. Yeah. He doesn't know about like their culture or their people. They make a point of saying that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And he sees a man with giant wings for the first time. And then almost immediately this man's anti-gravity belt gets damaged and he starts plummeting. Yeah. Why the fuck would he know to grab him? Because, like, my assumption, again, would be that the wings were functional. He would die. <laughs> like, he's splatted on the floor. What happened? He had wings. Yeah. It's a real head scratcher. Jesus. Don't fall, my brain. I'm sorry. 
sorry. I'm going to assume that if you have wings, you know how to use them. <laughs> because if I had wings, that would be my life's goal. I would know everything about my wings. True. That is true. That would be absolutely your <laughs> MO. <laughs> you know, like all the stats on them too. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I can carry, I can carry 172.8 pounds. And if I smack you with them, you'll get a bruise. <laughs> like I would know. <laughs> and if you rip these fingers out, I can't, or these feathers out, I can't fly. Right, like can't I clip me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm not a pet. No. Oh my God. Oh my god, that's another nightmare with wings. Because, like, can you imagine going to the supermarket with wings? No, you'd knock everything down. And people would touch them. Oh, yeah, people would touch them. I'm over here like, yeah, you crash into everything. <laughs> no, no boundaries. You would have no boundaries. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing really happens. Shoving people over with my wings. Oh my god. <laughs> you'd like smack them. Like, ah, don't touch me. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they get. Mm, so <laughs> In the yes. issue, they fight Sinestro. <laughs> uh, Captain Kamino is trying to make an air bubble so they're not suffocating in the in space. And they fight in space. And it is so weird. It. It's it's really interesting. Like the the amount of detail that like they worried about, like the fact that they couldn't publish without a map, you know, and the fact that like rather than just having them fly through space, like every single time Captain Comet is in space, they say he created an air bubble. Yeah. Like, that's a strained attention to detail, but the plot is shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they devoted does. half of this energy to actually telling a story. They, yeah, they made a lot of real, really weird, like, decisions. Mm. It's just like, well, we don't really need to know that. Like, I get, but there was one, I don't remember where I was at, but there was one where they did, like, readers know, and it was like, whatever, don't write to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, someone got hate mail. <laughs> Somebody was not happy when they published this. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So like the the loose plot of like it's like the first five issues are with Dark Side, you know, where the sidekicks he's Dark Side. Yeah, our namesake. Yep. So like the first five issues are Dark Side, and then like the rest of it, the loose plot from Captain Comet's perspective of he's just no, it's not the rest of it. It's from like the issue five to what would you say like issue 11 yeah for a lot of it like basically like, second half of it issue 5 through issue 11 is he's like i was bamboozled by these crooks it is now my sacred duty to hunt them all down yeah and then it's him like trying to find them yeah That's so it's it is. it is like it's a bunch of one issue storylines of like he gets word that he gets word that they're at a place doing a crime and he teams up with a different member of the Justice League. So he teams up with Hawkman. He teams up with Green Lantern. He Hawk. He teams up with Black Canary at one point. Mm-hmm. Black Canary has the most insane costume change of the entire series. It was so crazy, Miranda. <laughs> Gosh, it was so crazy. Right? I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I was I was so befuddled. Like, I was, I was like, was she not a brunette? Does she have a mask? <laughs> what? <laughs> And nothing you can like there's no okay. Oh, I lost my mind. So, I think yeah. I closed the app. I was like, I'm just gonna put this <laughs> out for a second. I'm like, I don't know what happened. That's fair. That is completely fair. So um in terms of like the brunette thing, she naturally has dark colored hair, but she wears a blonde wig. Uh-huh. It's part of her secret identity because she doesn't wear a mask. <laughs> Which honestly, a different color cha- a, a different color of hair probably would fool me. Okay. 
<laughs> so, but the, the insane part of her costume change is her and Oliver Queen are dating, right? Yes. yes. So they're they're hanging out at all at like Oliver's house with like Captain Comet. Yeah. And Oliver again is a dick. Yes. Does not want Captain Comet there. But you know they're basically hanging out, and then Captain Comet is like, I. I heard that, you know, some of the guys that I'm tracking down are going to be here. Like, I need to go look for them. And Oliver, all who, mine away, by the way, he is not in civilian clothes. Oliver Queen is in full green arrow costume this entire time. Yes. <laughs> like, like, he's in full costume the entire time. And he's like, well, I'm going to watch the football game. Click. Like, conspicuously ignores. And then, and then Black Canary, I almost called her Green Canary. That would have been embarrassing. Black Canary, who is in civilian clothes. She's in just like a yellow dress. She's lounging on the couch, having a moment. Yes. And then she gets up and she's like, well, I'm going to go help out because I'm not an asshole. Right. And so she changes. Do you think she goes to like a bedroom or a bathroom to change? You would think. No, it's in the living room. But it's okay. Her modesty is protected because apparently she wears the full black canary outfit underneath this yellow dress, including the jacket and including the fishnet leggings, which she wasn't wearing. Yes, <laughs> she wasn't. Oh, Miranda. Yes! See, we literally see her shucking off the yellow dress, like stepping out of it with her legs. It's not like she like was putting things on one piece at a time off screen. Like, it, it was just there. It was under the clothes. The only thing we see her put on is the wig. Which was so, it was drawn so crazily to me. I was like, what is on her head? Like, <laughs> and I was like, she's blonde now? Like, what happened? I was like, she put a wig on? I'm so confused. Yeah. I'm so fucking confused. Uh, oh, my God. It's the most entertaining thing that happens this issue, honestly. Yes. And then there's a football game. It gets squashed. And they fight the boomerang guy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, and that's it. That's the whole episode, pretty much. And then it's on to the next one. Yep, on to the next one. We're on number seven now. Yep. Uh, Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, Lex Luthor appears. He's there for a second. Uh, mm -hmm. He tries to co-opt their secret society. Doesn't work. Yeah. He affects the wizard though. He doesn't affect the wizard. The wizard already was affected before. Oh, he just got zapped. Yeah, he just like yes. So. There's this like a weird plot, like underlying. A later plot. Yeah. <laughs> like this becomes a later plot is that the wizard's magic is actually fading because he's not in the correct universe. Yeah. But they didn't do a very good job of laying it out. Like I think I can see that they were trying to, but I just think they had to change like writers and artists so much that they just didn't have time to, to write a good story. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So Luther's there. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he wants to... I am so confused as to what he actually wants. Like, he ostensibly wants to defeat Superman, right? Yeah, and he's like, third word of this place, like, I guess. He doesn't attack Superman. He attacks the filming of the Superman movie. Which was such a bizarre thing. Yeah. It was so weird. Was like, so we're gonna foil Superman. Just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna foil Christopher, Christopher Reeves, the actor who plays Superman. <laughs> like, does, does he think that, does he think Superman just hangs out on the movie set? He but I don't know. Maybe it was like <laughs> he can't have positive propaganda. Like I don't know why. It must have been like a weird like legal loophole where they drew they drew Christopher and just had the mask of Superman because mm -hmm. they probably didn't give, get the rights for it. 
right? I I don't know. I don't know. It happens. Anyway, it's again Captain Comet, and then this time Hot Girl because Hawkman is too busy like, being barefoot in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, making them dinner. Yep. <laughs> and a fucking dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a dragon. It's like a multi-headed dragon, two-headed dragon. <laughs> it is. It is. It's one one head shoots fire and the other head shoots ice. They've covered all their bases. <laughs> uh, yeah, fight ensues. We get some more ass shots. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the actor is apparently very proficient in punching. Because Superman, again, never shows up in this comic. Mm-hmm. He is not in this. No, there like, is it. This is an entire issue with Lex Luthor who wants to fight Superman and he's not in it. <laughs> like this, this honestly should be like, like, like Lex's most embarrassing day. Honestly, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, it ends with Lex Luthor t- t- having a temper tantrum and storming off. And then they're just like, he's gonna, he's gonna give us up. So we have to give him up. So they call the cops on him. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> the wizard calls the cops on Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's this it. Is, <laughs> yep. This is it. You know, more insanity. Um, they've moved the secret society of supervillains has moved to a new base, we which also, also has a map. <laughs> I'm going to post both of the maps on Please Instagram do. when it's time. <laughs> Please do. Please. I, I love maps. I, I do appreciate it, actually. Like, I love maps. I love when we get little details about, like, their costumes. You know, uh, it's a thing that isn't really as popular anymore. Like, it kind of faded out. It faded out of popularity in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But, like, it used to be, like, you would read at the end of, like, Batman comics, they would, like, have little special, like, a special page on, like, one of the gadgets. And they'd explain how it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, or it'd be, like, and then in this secret compartment is, like, a camera. And this secret compartment has a radio. That's like I cool. appreciate I, I appreciate details like that. They're not popular anymore, but it is batshit insane to me that they had to include a map to the point where this book would not have been made if they had refused. It's because it is crazy. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so they put two of them. <laughs> uh yeah, we get some more D listers. Yeah. We have the cobra in this one. The copperhead. Oh, sorry. The copperhead yeah. in this one. Uh, in this and one, the wizard. Like we have and the salesman <sighs> revealing his master plan of what if you guys were mercenaries, mm-hmm. and we set up for a like what is it like a three issue, a three issue storyline of them trying to track down these four magical artifacts. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is where part of this little arc is like one of my favorites. <laughs> My favorite panels. Yeah, which one? But I think it's in. I don't think it's in that issue. I think okay. It's in the following issue, mm-hmm. is it? For, is it when he gets hit by the car? It must be the third like arc of it. Okay. <laughs> which we can talk about once we get there. I guess I'm like yeah. jumping the gun. Yeah. So in in this one, um, he sends them after to steal a, a fancy glowing rock. Mm-hmm. The kid Flash is also investigating. Yeah, <laughs> and That's- so. I love that Kid Flash's entire, like, way of fighting is circling everybody. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they steal the fancy space rock. 
and that's pretty much what happens yeah the space rock's power mm-hmm. is that it like reflects light so because like in the same way that light is reflected like on crystals mm-hmm. it reflects energy so if you throw a punch at the holder it punches like in a different direction often punching the same person or hurting the person who threw the punch yes or energy ball or whatever it is that they use to attack right right it's like newton's law like um for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction mm-hmm. and it's always at the mm-hmm. proprietor <laughs> yeah so next issue there oh we get the creeper do you know yeah. anything about this person because i was like what i i i think i know a little bit but not a lot oh. so the thing with the creeper is he just looks weird that's it like like he looks Like he's got, like, I think he's got super strength or something like that, but he looks weird. And because he looks so off-putting, other heroes don't want to work with him. Like they see him, they're like, you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to be around you. (laughs) Yeah. And so like a big thing with like all of his storylines is that he's a good guy. Like he's a genuine good guy. He's trying to do the best he can, but because he looks hideous, like whenever a a superhero sees him for the first time, they assume he's a bad guy. Oh my god. Oh, he's yeah. in Gotham, yeah. And so he's just he's just constantly being like, Stop hitting me. Oh what's wrong with you? Like, like it's, it's he's known as DC's weirdest superhero, which I feel like is a very strong claim considering he's just a green furry man. Well <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So he's in this. Yep. And once again, he gets uh he he gets mistaken for a villain, yeah. so he they try to recruit him. Yep, <laughs> and he's like, he's got like internal monologue of like I can't believe this happened again. Like, Why does this keep happening? Yeah, he kind of like follows along. <laughs> yeah, he just starts yes ending it because he's like, well, I I mean, I guess if a bunch of bad guys think I'm a bad guy, this this could help me you know stop them honestly i don't blame him like i feel like i'm like all right well let's see what kind of stupid shit's going on over here right what these idiots are gonna do yep i, pr- I probably would do that to be honest <laughs> just just for the story right <laughs> so that happens um meanwhile kid flash and cats and comet are trying to protect the next supernatural item on their shopping list which is a glove inside a museum <laughs> they fail Yes, they do. Yeah, and so then they go to a far to a vineyard in California to protect the third item, which like the other items make sense in a weird way. Like I think the glove has like reality reality altering powers. The gem is a defensive weapon, and then there's like an invisibility cloak. Yes, and then there's this thing which just comes completely out of like the left field. This is the dragon box, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> It is exa- It is a box with a dragon in it. Absolutely. No <laughs> questions. This is the second dragon we've seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the Gorilla Grodd is the one that opens it. He forces it, <laughs> and he's like, oh, Great Congo, what have I done? Which made me laugh. Great. <laughs> All right. Yep. Uh, there's a fight, mm-hmm. and it ends on... And then there's issue 10. Yep. Which I did not read. (laughs) Missing issue 10. It goes straight to issue 11 on the app. No explanation. explanation. (laughs) I didn't even notice. I didn't, but I was just so frustrated with the app (laughs) that I was like, what? Like, why is it not there? But if you scroll far enough down, you find issue 10. It's at the end. 
yeah. but it makes sense why it's at the end it's kind of where they like they end the the series basically like captain planet's like i gotta go that's what happens they just finish it yeah so my reading experience is we were keying up with this with it to like the conclusion of a storyline mm-hmm. with these magical artifacts and then i go to read the next comic and it opens up with gorilla grod in prison yes <laughs> nothing happened yeah like you're just like wait what happened to the dragon yeah but there's no i don't know editors no there's nothing there's nothing in the app to tell you like hey there's a break nothing which i don't know if they do no because it's issue 10 issue 10 goes there and they have issue 10 yeah but the app didn't key up issue 10 no it doesn't it's at the bottom it's at the end (laughs) my experience is we just i like okay so I was not as smart as you in terms of Whoa. going back to figure out why there was a missing issue. I assumed um, that this, that for whatever reason, this was a crossover event. Oh, so I assumed that the storyline wrapped up in a different book entirely. <laughs> and I was annoyed and I was going to talk about it. Like I was so annoyed by that. It did not even occur to me that I was missing an issue. yeah i mean it's not gonna make you feel better but issue 10 doesn't wrap up the the dragon it doesn't i don't think so i'm going through it right now and i'm not seeing the dragon okay so what happens in issue 10 um great question so issue 10 is really short well i guess it's 18 ish it's not really short it's the same length as everything else um but we see the creeper flash not flash but the sales guy Starfire. Okay. Funky. Not Starfire, excuse me. Sorry, Sapphire. <laughs> yeah, Funky, not the Flash. The Gorilla and Sapphire Fire. Yeah, Sapphire Fire. She's there. <laughs> and he, I think, hold on. Let me quickly read this because I read it in the morning. I think they just all go their separate way. That's all the what? Uh there's a like some fighting and then Captain. <laughs> what a pointless book captain comic is kind of funny he fights grod he fights the wizard he fights uh i think he's the trickster yes he's the trickster oh this is the one where he gets hit oh no it's not (laughs) yes this is the one where he gets hit by the like the missile did you see that one no i skipped this one oh that's the one that like okay so what i did (laughs) is i read nine and then I saw that 10 was at the end. So then I read 10 because I was like, maybe it's like continuity. It's not continuity. <laughs> it's not related to the other. But this is where he gets hit by the little missile because uh, Gorilla Grodd, like, to let, like, he has like an Uber basically. <laughs> like a fucking military grade, like, missile car situation. I forgot about that. And he hits the shit out of Captain uh, Comet. And just he, runs him over. Just get, and then he gets <laughs> thrown. <laughs> Such a funny thing. Uh, and then he's trying to fight it. He explodes something. Then he continues to fight. He fights Grodd. He's getting his ass whipped by him. And then the trickster. He, the trickster is the one that has like the orange and black. Yes, he's got all the uh, stripes. Right? <laughs> Stripy stripes. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of watching and he's like, okay, like, I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna go home. Like, I'm not a part of this anymore. <laughs> and that's the one where he's, like, running on the chemtrails. That's on this He <laughs> just nopes out of there. He absolutely does. I am this person. <laughs> and then they go to Atlantis. They're underwater. They go to Atlantis? Yeah, they go with them. <laughs> they go to uh, 
see Aquaman, I think. <laughs> it just is a tome of to Aquaman, or rather was before his exile. Asterisk. See recent developments in adventure comics and Oh Aquaman. my god! Star <laughs> <laughs> Sapphire and the Cooper. <laughs> and they fight some odd underwater folks. I think she uh and then they're down there. She's like, our true battle will begin soon. And whoa, then- whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You're telling me that this issue ends with our true battle begins soon. No, it's like a bunch of issues, Miranda. Like they do a lot. There's, you know how they do little like vignettes in each issue? Yeah. It's that. And so, yes, it oh. ends there. It It's that. And then they cut to Captain Comet pissed off. He's like, stupid ape. I'm tired of taking his bruises. <laughs> he's like, he's going to repay this time. He goes like into hiding because he got his ass whooped. Like he's like, I'm just going to my apartment and like lick my wounds. I'm tired of getting my ass beat. Oh my god. This is this all happens. <laughs> it's so confusing. This happens issue 10. The last time I saw them, they were fighting a dragon. Uh yeah. And then they abandoned the Atlantis thing. They're no What longer- was the point? I don't know. There's no point. <laughs> there was no point. Oh my god. Like yeah, I that happens. Oh, there's more. Oh my god. I I love Zadie Hydrings as much as the next person. But this isn't fun anymore. Like no, it's painful. It's like really painful to figure out. And then like, they kick out. Oh, they kick out Flash or Funky. They like, kick him out. Yeah, they're like, okay. So the creeper gets fed up. He's like, I'm going back to Gotham. These people are crazy. Okay. And then there's an epilogue. Oh my god. And uh, Funky walks to like the office, I guess, and the lights are off. And he's he's like, who turned off the lights? And he. They're like, we did Flashman in case you returned with a friend. Allow me to introduce Lights Flick on the new secret society. And they have this guy. I think that's Poison Ivy and like zombie Superman. And then this guy with yellow tape on him. Let me show what? you. What? It's and that's where it ends. Can you see? Sorry, this camera uh, never focuses. Focus. I focus. Okay, I'll send so it to there's you. Gorilla Grodd. Okay, thank you. I and i am so confused i i think i understood it better when i thought that like it went from issue nine to issue 11 maybe that's why they have 10 like at the end because because it doesn't make sense like issue 10 opens up with a little recap of what happened which is why i thought which is why i made the assumption that like maybe this book was in a different like comic run entirely Mm mm-hmm like, that's why I thought that they had, yeah, no, that looks like Poison Ivy, and that's Bizarro, and Sinestro. I don't know the Triangle Man. I don't know, I don't know him either. <laughs> I. That's how it ends. I, this is the la- This is how it ends, and then we just start again on issue 11, where none of this happened. Uh-huh. What a fucking insane book. It's so crazy. I. It's so crazy. So issue 11 starts Gorilla <laughs> Grodd in a cage. <laughs> And we he, get... he is not relevant for the rest of this, by the way. This is he's just in a cage. And then um again, we've got a new secret society. Yeah. But instead of it being like that lineup that we saw in issue 10, which would have been a cool lineup, it's we get I don't know his name. It's just a plant dude. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> plant master. Yes, plant master. Who um did you ever watch a, did you ever watch Dark Bing Duck? Yes. Yes! He's that guy! Oh my god, hold on, I gotta look it up. Doesn't he look like that guy? I'm gonna look it up, hold up. Okay. 
Yeah, it's the plant guy, the plant villain in Darkwing Duck who keeps trying to turn his girlfriend into like a petunia. Oh, yeah. I do remember him. Oh, love it. Okay. Back to this, though. So it's just him and Star Sapphire. And then they're putting Punky, not Punky, Funky in his. (laughs) They're putting Punky Brewster in his place. Yep. Meanwhile, the, the wizard his it's revealed that he was the grandmaster this entire time and his master plan was to fix his broken magical powers with the four artifacts that the secret society been gathering yeah which for whatever re- he's in custody by the way like he's in custody and for whatever reason they let they give him the box full of the secret uh, and full of the magical artifacts like they don't show him pictures of it they don't it's not like the the cop is holding it and he's across the room no they literally just give him the box yep so yep and then he takes over the secret society and he reveals his master plan if he was gonna handpick an elite team of supervillains to go to his world to beat the justice society because his group of supervillains can't beat the Justice Society because they have a loser mindset. Yes, that was exactly what it is. It's so funny. It's like, well, they already have it in their brain that they're going to lose, so they're never going to win. I had to find new people. <laughs> that is written in this book. <laughs> I'm not making it up. No, no, we're not. And that's the batshit part. they do another minor series of crimes that doesn't really get focused on because god forbid we actually show anything in this book Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and it's just to get the stuff he needs in order to break through the universes and go to earth too and meanwhile at this point star sapphire is ready to nope the fuck out yeah she's just like i'm not desperate like i don't need to go to another universe i'm fine here and he's like also by the way um he's like an old man the wizard's an old man in like a magician costume this entire time until he gets (laughs) the magical artifacts and then the moment he puts on the magical artifacts he gets yoked (laughs) yeah not natty (laughs) he's like in a like one like a cat suit basically <laughs> and then a little cloak it's, yeah it's it'll be like, a, it's hot <laughs> he's it's got some like half like, high boots it's like uncle sam like like have you ever seen that where like uncle sam is like the frail old man and he throws off his coat and he's got like lumberjack arms yes yeah <laughs> yes, I do. I have. yeah so that happens they recruit a couple other people including um reverse flash and um blockbuster which i feel so bad like blockbuster um blockbuster's entire shtick at this point in time it changes in the future but at this point in time he's just a scientist who experimented on himself and then like it caused brain damage Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so he's in a hospital like he's in a hospital because he has like severe brain damage. Yeah. And then they just break him out so that he can be their big dumb brute. <laughs> and like he only has he only has the mental capacity to have one goal, and that goal is kill Batman. So they're just like, that guy is Batman's friend. <laughs> and I just feel so bad. <laughs> it is a very depressing story. <laughs> in all honesty. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It it is. It is. And then they rip a hole in reality and walk through it. And then Captain Comet also dives through it. Oh, my God. I want Which you to know that- issue thir- 
Yes, go ahead. This is where I started. Issue 12 is like where I started. And I was like, wow, we started 100% at this comic. And <laughs> I read through the end. Like I read through how many issues is this? It's 13 issues. Yeah, I read one in thir- uh, 12 and 13. And then I was like, what? <laughs> what? I already. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what? A- <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's just like it happened. <laughs> like I was I, like, what? It's. I, I feel like. I feel like DC doesn't want this book to succeed and they didn't want it to succeed in 1976 and they 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 don't even want it to succeed now. No. I agree <laughs> with you. This is madness. It is. It's DC madness. It's going to be the name of the fucking episode. Oh, where am I? Oh, page 2. Okay, I'm almost there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um so they've jumped through worlds. They have jumped through worlds. It's psychedelic and fun. Um, Plant Master is hauling Star Sapphire around like a dead body because her she's been like was knocked unconscious. Mm-hmm. I I kept waiting for her to make a heel face turn. Like I felt like that's where we were leading up to with her. Like, and mm-hmm. I just kept waiting for it to happen, and then it just kept not happening. <laughs> like. When, uh, like, like way, way back an hour ago, when they discovered the dark side was involved, her first instinct was, oh, I'm going to go get some superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. she made the, she made what I feel is the perfectly rational decision of, this is above my pay grade. Like, I'm bad, but I'm not evil. Right. Like, she does have sense. It's just not, like, it, do- it doesn't pay th- mm-hmm. pay off for, like, the reader, if that makes sense. Like we're like okay yeah like yeah. she's gonna go join like the superheroes um, because she's not mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> like she does go and gets help or she's like no I don't want to do that and like stands up for herself but you know mm-hmm. the men just knock her unconscious yeah like there there are multiple points in time where she's like she says no to a part of the plan yeah so like and then also there's we we bypassed it because it does not matter nothing comes of it it is just another thing yeah but. There's been a romantic subplot where she's been using a fake name because, again, her name is Camille, but she's been calling herself Debbie and stalking Captain Comet <laughs> and dating him. Yes. So it, it nothing happened. We didn't talk about it because nothing happens. Yeah, nothing comes of it. There's no resolution to it. Mm-hmm. There's like, like again, casual lovers that are not that casual. Like they're really into yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which like, you know, like I'm all for. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. But nothing comes of it cuz like I kept waiting for a heel face turn cuz that's that's what I thought this was going to go to where she was going to like to, to she was going to side with the heroes. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought was going to happen. But mm-hmm. what else could have happened is it could have been a grand reveal of like you knew me as Debbie whatever her face. <laughs> but it's actually I. <laughs> sapphire fire yes sapphire fire (laughs) it gets me every like starfire like no i was like talking about it like outside of the podcast i was like starfire i was like it's not her name (laughs) it's the pink one again that could be starfire she wears pink armor she does (laughs) yes so they're hopping between dimensions and then they have like an oh shit moment of like oh no maybe man was not meant to travel between dimensions they're like quick to the other side (laughs) yeah (laughs) they did not they have not landed in earth two no they landed on earth three yeah nobody likes (laughs) no because earth three doesn't have superheroes 
Earth 3. So they've landed. So the thing that makes Earth 3 special is that Earth 3 does not have superheroes mm. because all of the members of the Justice League are evil. Dun, dun, dun. So instead of the Justice League of America, it's the Crime Syndicate of America. And they've got Owlman and Ultraman and Power Woman, which considering in like Earth Prime, like all of the most like female superheroes are called girl. I, I honestly don't know why we don't have more power women, but yeah, I'm sorry. That's just, it's a tangent. It's a thought that I have every time I have to say like hot girl, I'm just like, why is she hot girl? Hot girl and not hot not woman. A woman. Yeah. Like she, they're the same goddamn age. Uh, like, like, isn't that weird? Like they're both in their thirties. It is weird. It is very <laughs> weird. <laughs> I can't argue with you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, probably. so we have power woman. Sexism. <laughs> Right. But like Earth, most things. Superwoman. Mm-hmm. That's true. It is it's sexism. Supergirl. That's a secret. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have yeah. questions. I mean, Supergirl at least is a teenager for most of it. You know, like when uh, Kara's first introduced, she's 15. Okay. That makes sense. But like, it, it makes sense. It's the same reason why, like, Wonder Girl, like Donna, uh, Diana's little sister, yeah. is Wonder Girl. She's like a teenager when she's introduced and then she grows up. True. But yeah. So. It's just, it's weird when like 30 year old women are being called girl. So, <laughs> but anyway, there's like Superwoman Power Ring, which is the Green Lantern Flunky, and Johnny Quick, who's a flash. Yes. But they haven't been on Earth 3 for a while because they got put into, I don't like an energy prison by the Justice League. Yes, they did. I, you know, it's funny because I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, Grant Morrison wrote about these folks. <laughs> I was like, I know who Ultraman is. <laughs> I wouldn't have without reading that. Oh, I'm glad yeah. it all flies back. Yeah. Everything is connected. But yes. yeah, so they land on here and immediately the public is like ready to throw like batteries at them. Yeah, they're like, it's a very like Rotten Tomato, <laughs> like mob mentality, street justice situation <laughs> happening. We're like, we're going <laughs> to kill all of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, and so they don't know what the fuck is happening because again, they thought they were going to Earth too, and right. like the wizard has no answers. Does <laughs> he know what the fuck he's doing? Doesn't know. And then all of a sudden, because the justice or the crime syndicate was put in a uh, like an energy prison, them mm. traveling between the dimensions apparently freed some of them. Yep, they got. So out. they came back, and they're just like, "You're on our turf," and they start fighting with them yeah, pretty much they start fighting with them and then like the the secret society gets away the crime the three members of the crime syndicate go to their old clubhouse and then um captain comet is just trying to figure out where the fuck anyone is yep and so in what is like the, the strangest pit stop basically the wizard goes to the library to figure out like how to get home and he's like okay okay i think i understand we made like a, a left turn we should turn right yeah <laughs> so now we got to get back on the freeway but we're gonna need gas right and the gas that we need is like three objects okay just randomly three <laughs> objects from the crime syndicate yes why it does not matter. It will never get explained. It is just, it, it's a way to put them in conflict with each other. Yes, it is a way to write. <laughs> yep. So, and it's it's not even like important objects. Like some of the objects are important, but then they need something from Johnny Quick. And so they take his helmets. 
yes. which to my knowledge doesn't have any powers. There is no significance to the helmet. It's just a hat. It touched greatness. <laughs> yeah, Brushed a legend. <laughs> it's not even like his sneakers. That would make more sense. No, no. They, so they get like Superwoman's lasso, power mm-hmm. rings, ring, and just this guy's hat. And then they use that to leave. And then Captain Comet comes like just just 30 seconds too late. And he's quickly followed by the crime syndicate who is like, you mugged us. And then he's like, whoa, (laughs) how can I stand against them alone? And then you flip it and there's nothing else. There is nothing else. This is where it ends. It takes you to number 10, which was confusing (laughs) and hard to explain. (laughs) And like... Like this storyline presumably was resolved in issues 14 and 15. Oh. But we wouldn't know that because it's the app didn't the- load them on. It's not on the app. <laughs> it's not on the we'll So this know. is just where it ends. Oh, it's I'm such a headache. My head is like drained <laughs> talking about it. Miranda, would you recommend it? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no. I wanted to be able to. I was ready. I was here for it. Uh same <laughs> it's just it's pointless it's not I even was, fun no it's such a headache to get through because nothing connects i would also <laughs> not recommend this i was expecting levels of like the uncanny like x-men and marvel mm-hmm. crossover that we got wait no yeah teen titans and x and uh marvel crossover that we did yeah and it has like moments of like greatness. Like, what the hell were they thinking? And then it just, all of it, none of it panned out. <laughs> just like, here's some trash to read. Yeah, it's like, what is it? Like the, the Betty Anna music? Down, 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 down. No. It's just, it goes nowhere. It, you know, and thank you all for following us through that. <laughs> It's so hard to talk about stuff that has like zero, po- like zero point in existing. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of. Sorry, I'm too far. There's a lot of great comics, and then there's a lot of shitty ones. This is one of the shitty ones. Mm-hmm. Also, yep. the plant villain guy's name in Darkwing Duck is Doctor Reginald Bushroot. <laughs> Just so you know, I looked it up and it's on my screen. All right, well, that wraps that up. Miranda, what are we reading next time? <laughs> uh, well, next week, we're going to read the first volume of Chew. Chew? Yeah. Ooh, volume Chew. Have you read that? I have not. Okay. I have not read it, but it has been recommended to me uh, by my mother. <laughs> Yay. All right. And who, what, is that Dark Horse? Is that Marvel? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me look it up. Okay, so Chew Volume One, Taster's Choice, put out by Image Comics. Image Comics. Okay. Yeah, which is an independent, um, which is one of the independent publishers. Awesome. All right, everyone, your assignment is homework is go read Chew Volume One. Yes. Distributed by Image uh, Comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'll make more sense than what we read. So it'll make more sense. It'll be shorter. <sighs> And it will have, it'll have less name dropping with zero payout. So God, it's, it's it so was bad. like going, it was like going to, um, it's like going to, to like an industry party. Uh, 
you know, we're like everyone just kind of trying to justify being there, but there is no point. There is no point. Yeah. Like it's a waste of funds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we are the sidekicks. Hi. Hello. My name is Miranda. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Dynamite Miranda. I talk about comic books. I'm your friendly neighborhood amateur Batman historian. Once again, that's Dino Mighty Miranda. Dino is in Dinosaur. Mighty is in Mighty Mouse. Miranda, that's my name. Don't wear it out. If you'd like to reach out to us to write as a group, we are, you can email you can email us at thesidekicks at gmail.com. That is the sidekicks, capital T-H-E, capital S-E-I-D, capital K-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. We check every now and again. This can we are also the sidekicks on Instagram. Um, we are always looking for new things to read. If you have any feedback for us, if you work in the industry. Hell, if you're Jerry Conroy, Con- Conway, I'm pretty sure you're dead. But, you know, if you're the ghost of Jerry Conway and you want to defend this, we're open to a conversation. Uh, yeah. If anything, together, understanding. Yes. Just um, un- just, just understanding at this point because <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't. We sound so tired. <laughs> God. This shit was so hard to talk about. Uh, if you want to follow me independently, uh, <laughs> I am Orchata Chica on TikTok and on Instagram. And Hive. I made a Hive thing. Because uh, I was like, oh, Ooh. what's this? It was broken for like a month. They finally got fixed. <laughs> so that's why I never plugged it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm on all those things. And that's all we have for you this week. It really is. Um, we don't have an in we don't have an outro song so why make up jingles that just like this comic don't go anywhere or make any sense yeah, stop recording <laughs> where is it there it is <laughs> <laughs>